What's crack? Big dogs. Welcome. Bike to the channel. Welcome, bike to another ridiculous line put up by Underdog Fantasy. Tom Brady. Oh, I'm a moron. Fuck. Yo, I'm bugging. <laughs> I thought this line was set at 0.5 rushing touchdowns. Oh, man. What a fun show today's going to be. For like three hours, I was like, I can't wait to feed these people the easiest money-making line ever. I was like, Devonta Freeman over nine receiving yards was light work on Thursday night. I'm sitting here thinking Tom Brady, 0.5 rushing touchdowns. What does underdog know that I don't know? Tom Brady has like 20. I know he's the best sneaker in the world, right? Like he probably out there cheating on Giselle on the regular. She ain't never catching. That's how good he is at, at sneaking. On the goal line, this man's getting in. But at the end of the day, at the end of his career, this dude has like, I think, 25 or 26 rushing touchdowns overall. And I'm doing the math, and I'm like, yo, he's played in 350 games or something like that in the regular season, 25 touchdowns. So you're telling me he scores a touchdown every, like, point eight games or 0 0.08 games or some shit like that, where it's like a 7% chance of scoring a touchdown. I'm like, yo, they listed him as a 50, 50 prop bet on here. Like, of course he could score a touchdown and get that rushing touchdown. Cause it happens sometimes, but like I ain't about to bet on it. So I was like, yo, I gave you the illest props ever on underdog fantasy, but they got a whole lot of really fun props as always uh, on underdog. So make sure you go check out their website underdogfantasy.com or download the app the link for the app will be uh the first in the description and uh what am i doing here sorry y'all what's cracking this is a uh, this is q and assault saturday so y'all that are big dogs members you can sign up on bdge.store forward slash community we'll get you into the live stream chat so i'll help you uh answer any sit star questions that you may have for following week you also get my ranking so you don't really need to ask me anything to be honest with you okay let's get to the questions let's go not a question but thank you sir full pbr start to james robinson ramondre stevenson bolden jordan howard uh well i mean i can't answer that until we know more about the patriots backfield clarifications right now ramondre and damian harris are both still in the protocol and we have not heard anything New today, we should have all reports by 4 p.m. Eastern time. So you're obviously starting James Robinson. Um, and then it's going to depend on, like, if Ramondre plays, I'm playing Ramondre over Bolden, but also depends on Damian Harris playing. So if, like, Damian Harris, if they all play, it's Damian Harris, probably Bolden, and then Stevenson. If Damian Harris doesn't play, then you're playing Ramondre Stevenson for sure. If Ramondre and Damian Harris both don't play, I'd play Bolden over Jordan Howard. Are you ready for a thousand OBJ questions? Ten thousand OBJ. Quit fucking make it a hundred thousand, and I'm in. Full PPR OBJ for Ayuk plus Donovan Jones plus ten percent Fab. I will take the OBJ side there. OJB. I see you trying to fuck me up a little bit on this Saturday afternoon. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm. I'm. I was gonna take OBJ before the Woods injury, to be honest with you. And now there's no way I would flip flop little flippy flop that. James Conner or Mark Ingram, half PPR. Uh, ooh, good question. I'd still, I'd still probably roll with Conner there. I think, I think we've seen that he clearly has some left in the tank. Um, 
I'd like to get both Edmonton in my starting lineup if I could, but I, I would I would lean James Conner over Ingram here. Pick two, Nicholas, in half PPR. We got DJ Moore, Ayuk, and Emmanuel Sanders. All right, well, let me pull up my ranks real quick for y'all. And uh, as always, you can see my rankings, bdg.store forward slash community. We've got, where is it? Where, where art thou? Sorry, moving a little bit slow. I just got back from a coffee shop about five seconds ago. Any of y'all that are in here, did you happen to see my um, my Twitter thread yesterday about being in a coffee shop and these, this guy and girl meeting? Because I have like a, it's not a funny follow-up story at all. It's just like a follow-up note to it I thought was interesting. So I currently have uh, Emmanuel Sanders as wide receiver 22 and half PPR. DJ Moore as wide receiver 24. And then who was the third guy in your question? And then Ayuk. Yeah, Ayuk, I'm still like definitely not really trusting. He's down at 34. So I'd, I'd sit Ayuk again, plus a tough matchup against the Rams. I didn't need, need to look at my rankings to answer that. I don't know why I did that. Trade Kamara and Tannehill for Saquon and Mahomes in full PPR Superflex. Whoa. Um, dude, man, Mahomes has been so disappointing. If you asked me like two weeks ago, I'd say that's a smash on the Saquon side. Uh, honestly, it feels kind of like a lateral move. I don't know if I'm like really excited about either side of that trade, especially with Kamara hurt. Saquon should be back by next week. Um, I'm probably, man, I, I'm going to be honest. I actually might still lean with Saquon and Mahomes. We don't know the extent of Alvin Kamara's injury. He didn't practice it all this week. Um, I might take the Saquon side there, James. Brandon Bolden or Daryl Williams. Guys, I'm not going to be able to answer any Patriots backfield questions right now until we know more clarification, unfortunately. But just follow my rankings closely because I'll be updating them as the news comes out. Deonta Foreman, a good stash PPR. Only if you have a lot of room or if you're in a really deep league. I'm not really expecting him to make an impact on the team right now. Um, is anything more than like a six to seven touch a game guy. He's not the third down pass catching guy. And Adrian Peterson is a goal line guy. So a lot of empty calorie touches for Foreman. Start Melvin Gordon or Julio against you. In <laughs> Damn. Uh, overall, general consensus is like there's no way Julio Jones is touching my lineup if I have a decent alternative, and Melvin Gordon happens to be that guy. Julio retweaking his hamstring is just like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like he's been healthy, and then he gets taken off the injury report, although you could clearly see he's not playing healthy. They declared him just all healthy, and now it's just like he re-injured it. I have absolutely no fucking way this dude is getting into my lineup this week. Unless it's like Julio Jones versus fucking Taco Wallace. Full PPR, pick three, OBJ, DJ Moore, Judy McLaurin. Also Steelers D or Colts D? Uh, I love the Steelers D this week. They've been getting after the quarterback, and the Lions are terrible. Although the Colts, Colts have, who are they playing, the Jaguar? Yeah, I would... Oh, man. Colts are 10.5-point favorites against the Jags. Colts' defense has been playing pretty well, obviously. It's a side effect of the offense playing well, too. Uh, Steelers are 8-point favorites also at home. I'll probably – yeah, I, I think I want to roll Steelers there. 
Um, pick three. So McLaurin is definitely getting into your lineup. We just know what his weekly ceiling games are. DJ Moore, Judy. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna sit on OBJ for one week. Like I definitely who knows, man. He might still be like a 20% player right now, although they might just for, like I, I mean, how how well can you really know the playbook, right? Like three days into signing with a team. I can't imagine he plays more than like 25 to 30 percent of the snaps. So because one of your options is not like Nelson Aguilar or some shit. You know, more Judy McLaurin. I, w- I would roll with those three guys over OBJ for right now. Mr. James, would you drop Jeff Wilson or Alex Collins for, you know, Benjamin or Jared Patterson as a Gibson owner in PPR? Uh, I would drop Jeff Wilson for, you know, Benjamin is what I would do. I think it's pretty clear that Elijah Mitchell is the guy there. And uh, I kind of like Alex Collins still as Chris Carson is out. Um, so the fact that it, I like, you know, Benjamin a lot more as a player. Start one full PPR, OBJ or Kirk or Tyler Johnson on waivers. Uh, right now, I'd go Kirk. We saw some good chemistry between himself and Colt McCoy last week, and I don't really expect DeAndre Hopkins to play again. If Hop plays, actually, a lot of scenarios, man. There, this is like a really fucking annoying week for fantasy. I feel like we're not figuring out a lot of things until game time. For Tyler Johnson, I'm very high on Tyler Johnson if Chris Godwin sits. Hard not to be, right? He's, he's going to become the number two behind Mike Evans immediately against a really bad pass defense. Um, so if can't Chris Godwin sits, I, I might play Tyler Johnson there. If DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Hopkins sits, I would play Christian Kirk. Pick two, full PPR, Hopkins, Judy, OBJ, Goddard, Hawk. I mean, I, again, I can't really speak on Hopkins. I don't think he's going to play. Um, I would play Judy over OBJ. Goddard, Hawk. I mean, Hawk has been. I feel like Hawk's going to catch another eight balls in this matchup. They got. They still got nowhere else to go. As long as like, who is it? Fucking Khalif Raymond or some shit is. He went out, and then everything started going to uh, T.J. Hawkins. It's sad that it had to come to that, but like that's really what it was. Like Khalif Raymond went to the IR, and then T.J. Hawkins started catching eight balls a game. So uh, I would probably take Judy and Hawkinson. Uh, I honestly wouldn't even be too mad about stacking both tight ends but I, I judy hawkinson sounds good obviously if hopkins plays which i still think he's not going to or he's going to be limited i would think about throwing hopkins in uh but for right now i don't think he will thoughts on ricky seals jones or hunter henry full ppr uh it's real it seals jones for me pretty uh pretty handedly full ppr hunter henry is like very very little value because like here's the thing, he goes like two for twenty and a touchdown. Like at the end of the day, that's like eight to nine points, and that's what Ricky Seals Jones is probably going to get without a touchdown. So if he does score the touchdown, his ceiling is just much higher than Henry's is. Trade Tyreek for Deontay and Gibson? No, um, I like the start of that trade. Like if it was Deontay and like a top fifteen running back or something, I would be kind of excited about it. If it was like Deontay and let's see. Can't really think of a good top 15. I feel like every running back is either fucking terrible or really, really good. It was like Deontay and Fournette, like definitely. If it was like Deontay and even like James Conner, I would probably do it. But I have very little faith in Gibson being productive or getting healthy throughout the rest of the year. Even when he is healthy, like JD McKissick was killing his upside. So I'd, I'd stick with Tyreek there. Would you flex Van Jefferson over Renfro and Beasley for just this week as OBJ learns a playbook? Uh, no, I would not do it over Renfro, especially not in full PPR. Renfro's just been so, so consistent, giving you 10 to 12 points a week. Um, and he has that touchdown upside. And be- I would go Renfro over Beasley this week. I've been using Beasley in the E-Town, got down for like three weeks in a row, and it's worked. My worry is that it was Dawson Knox being out that made him become like the short area guy. 
they haven't got a running game. So as the reports came out, like Beasley became a, an extension of the running game for Buffalo. Uh, and it's led to like 10 targets a game for three straight games. But it's all while Dawson Knox was out. If you look prior to those games when Dawson Knox was playing, prior to getting hurt, like Dawson Knox was getting a lot of volume. Cole Beasley was having some shit games. So I'm a little bit worried. I think Cole Beasley would be fine. Uh, I feel a little bit more comfortable with Hunter Renfro, though. So I would I would probably roll with Renfro here. Good girl. Girl. What up, Mike? Do I start Emmanuel Sanders or OBJ this week? Uh, so again, for those of y'all that are like coming in now or coming in a little bit later or whatever, OBJ is not a guy I'm rushing to get into my lineup right now. I just put him into my rankings. I updated the rankings, or at least I did for half PPR uh, before I came on the stream. So you could check those out now. And OBJ is currently for me in half PPR, the wide receiver 43. So I have him down really far. Again, I just I have little confidence he's going to know the playbook enough to be able to be on the field for a long time. They might take a couple deep shots down to him, right? Like, and maybe one of those pays off for like a 50-yard touchdown and I'll look like an idiot. But I can't imagine him seeing high volume or playing for a long time. So um, I'd imagine they'll take a couple shots deep to him. I'd imagine they have a couple like prepared, maybe like screen plays for him, right? But like in terms of having a nuanced offensive playbook for him, um, if they want to, if they want to run, hurry up, like he's not going to know the playbook well enough in order to be able to like participate in those drives. Like think about like two minute drill, four minute drill. If they're in those, he probably can't participate because he doesn't know the playbook enough to know the series of six to seven plays in a row. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, those are the things that make me really nervous about OBJ for this week in particular. So if you have like a relatively good option, right. And Emmanuel Sanders obviously is, I would play them over OBJ. Full PPR, Gibson, Harris, AP. Uh, if Harris plays, definitely him. If he doesn't play, it's too fucking ugly. Option. I'm not playing AP against the Saints, though. Put it that way. Dynasty half PPR, Chubb, Deontay, or Akers and DK? Whoa. Uh, Dynasty, I would take Akers and DK, probably. Are you comfortable starting Cam Newton this week? He <laughs> He's not playing this week. It's going to be PJ Walker. He already got announced as a starter. Should I sit Mike Williams and start Javante in my flex this week? Ooh, that's an interesting one. Uh, let me check my ranks on that. Okay, so I have Mike Williams up there still higher than Javante. Um, yeah, I would probably go with Mike Williams. Only Man, I don't know what's going on with Mike Williams. Maybe he's more banged up than he's given off, but like I still think those ceiling games are within the range of outcomes, and I don't – I don't we we just don't see that with Javante Williams, man. We're not seeing any ceiling games. And we saw a good game last week because um because they went so high volume on the run and they were able to like dominate the time of possession and shit. But I don't that's not an every week thing. Um Williams has scored 17 fantasy points over the last two weeks. Mike Williams can score that easily within one week, you know, and go above and beyond that. So I still like, despite what we've seen, I still like the ceiling of Mike Williams you pick one full ppr drake howard Corey davis or green uh i actually like Kenyon drake man i really like the involvement that we're seeing from Kenyon drake and um this is a 52 point over under raiders chief so I, I i think that they're gonna have to throw the ball and i think drake will continue to be pretty fucking involved as soon as a new head coaching staff stepped in like drake became a real part of this backfield as a weapon you know they don't have rugs the new coaching staff they're using him in a lot of different ways actually i'm gonna check that up right now and see if he's running any uh routes from the slot and what's going on with him in terms of his formational usage sausage 
Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Still not, not being used in the, in the uh, slot really, but the snap counts have been way, way out the last couple of weeks. He, he dipped down in weeks like four five, six. And then as soon as the other coaches took over 26 snaps, 31 snaps. So those are, those are pretty big numbers. So I, I like Drake full PPR super involved in the passing game. I got suckered by the over on Lamar, 315 yards overall, and Gasaki for four. Yeah, tough, 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 tough uh, Thursday night game for the for all Baltimore natives. Superflex, which two QBs would you stream? Matt Ryan, Trevor Lawrence, Baker, Heineke, and Big Ben. Interesting question. Um, so my initial thoughts on this would probably be Ryan and Heineke. I think I have Matt Ryan at 15. I have Heineke at 16, and then I have... Ben at 20, Lawrence at 21, which I probably could go Lawrence over Big Ben, and then Baker at 23. Um, hate all the matchups for those other quarterbacks. Matt Ryan's been hot. Taylor Heineke has a ceiling with the rushing game. Ben Roethlisberger has just been terrible. He like he like he can barely get above 15 fantasy points. He has no ceiling. Um, neither does Baker, really. So I, I, like, uh, I like Ryan and Heineke there for you. Devonta Smith or Mark Ingram, half PPR. Ooh, Mark Ingram. They I they, I mean they already trust him. He's he's probably gonna get like 18, 20 touches this game. Dawson Knox or Dallas Goddard full PPR. Ooh, that becomes interesting. I uh I would go Goddard there. I think we've seen him be steady enough at the tight end position over the last, you know, since Ertz left. I think he's like a really solid PPR guy. Um Dawson Knox, you know, very he was very, very, very good to start the year, obviously. Um I do kind of want to see him back for a full game before I get uh, excited about him, especially in like a full PPR play. So I actually have Goddard as the tight end 10 and the, and Dawson Knox is the tight end 11 this week in my rankings. I also think game scripts will not favor Knox in the sense of PPR plays because they're playing against the jets. Um, they might go up big real early and just run the ball and run the ball and just milk time of possession and not really need to throw the ball much. So I'd go Goddard there. Jeff feels. John. Let's uh let's actually go back to underdog. I want to see some of these plays here. See what we're liking on the on the dog. Little picky pick em action. Hey, look at me highlighting Tom Brady's rushing yard. <laughs> ah, I had the math all laid out about how percentage of games he had a rushing touchdown in. What a time to be dead. Okay, well, um, what I would say is I feel like Mike Evans over 77 and a half receiving yards is so fucking easy of a smash because they're without Antonio Brown. They're without Gronk. They're likely, you know, probably going to be without Chris Godwin. If he does play, he's probably going to be limited. So I can't see a world where Mike Evans doesn't go over 77 and a half receiving yards. That's an easy smash for me. Who else do we like? I like Ricky Seals over 31 and a half. Big Ben, 244.5 passing yards. Let's see. Even top that this year? Yeah, yeah, it was a couple of times. Deontay Johnson over 74 and a half receiving yards. I absolutely fucking love that with no Claypool now. Against Detroit, you gotta love that. Julio under 53 and a half receiving yards. That tweaked hamstring. I would smash that shit. 
I'd probably go under Alamide. I think he's just not consistent at all. Wow, they got Dearness Johnson up at 78 and a half rushing yards. I feel like that's a little generous. I'd go under there. Look how they just pile like every Jacksonville weapon in like the 40, 40 to 45 yard range. Like no one knows what the fuck's going to happen in that group. Carson Wentz versus Jacksonville. This is interesting. Uh, we like Michael Pittman over 67 and a half. We like Moali Cox over 19 and a half for sure. Christian McCaffrey, 43 and a half receiving yards. I feel like that's that's I would go over there. All right. So those are those are some of my favorite plays. Christian McCaffrey over 43 and a half receiving yards. We have Dearness Johnson under 78 and a half rushing yards. Julio under 53 and a half receiving yards. I feel like I highlighted more. I don't know. Y'all can listen bike to it if you want to. Skirt. Get it. Where's my socials at? Drop one, Higby, Hunter Henry, Firemuth. Definitely not dropping Pat. Uh, I'm fine dropping either of the first two if I had to. Mm, I guess now without Robert Woods. Eh. The Michael Moore, two tight end sets. Honestly, coin toss between Higby and, and Hunter Henry. Uh, if it's full PPR, I keep Higby. If it's just standard, I'd probably go Hunter Henry. Fant or Goddard rest of the season? I think I like Goddard there a little bit more. You think sending Devontae Smith and marking him to the Kamara owner for Diggs is a fair deal? Uh, definitely not. Not for him. It's fucking great for you if you can pull Diggs from that. Any update on the NFTs? The BDG ones? Uh not at this moment. No, I have a very important call on what I know. I've been talking a lot about kind of recently. I've dropped it in the videos that we have like, we have super, super big plans coming up in the, in the very recent or very near future that I haven't really touched on. I just, you know, I said, I'm working on a few very big things. I have uh, probably the last call I need to be on on Wednesday. And after that, I can kind of tell you all a little bit more about what's going on with BDG. We got some big fucking moves though. Big call on Wednesday, big week. Big week for the boy. How do you feel about Saquon rest of the season? I moved Cool Herbert and T. Higgins for Saquon. I love that fucking move for you. I mean, you got to be feeling T. Higgins has been a clear two to chase and Cool Herbert. I mean, based on week nine's game, doesn't look like he's going to get much run with David Montgomery back. So that's a that's a fucking beautiful move by you. I don't know how you guys people pull that shit. Better question. I played Bateman on wide receiver two spots, so now I have a choice. Deontay and Mike play both and start Connor. Oh man. Getting already too confusing for my fucking fried ass brain. Why you got to be wording shit like this? Better question. I played Bateman in my wide receiver two spots, so now I have a choice, as most questions usually do. Deontay and Mike.
Are you at, is the question just Mike Williams or Mark Ingram and flex? My, my brain is having trouble wrapping around it with all the extra like info in the, in here. Is the question Mike Williams or Mark Ingram? That's all I need to ask. Pick two to drop, Hunter. I think we already did that one. Would you drop? Oh, you pick two to drop. Uh, I would hold on to Fryermuth if I if I am if I'm just holding on to one. Would you drop Higby for Jared Patterson as a Gibson owner if I if you have Knox? Yeah, I'm I'm fine dropping Higby. I moved Herbert before Demon was announced. He was starting. That's fair. That's a fair. Let's see if we got any big news on the Twitter sphere while we're chilling. Favorite entourage character, easily Ari Gold. Ari Gold might be my favorite TV character of all time for any show. What about Ingram and Lamb to the Kamara owner for Diggs? Now we're getting a little closer. Um, I think that's kind of like a lateral move, Lamb for Diggs. I'd, pro I'd probably give the light edge to Diggs, but if you need Mark Ingram for this week, then I, I might hold on to him. But if you're not using, you know, if you're not using him, then yeah, I, I would probably take the upgrade from Lamb to Diggs. How do you feel about starting Matt Ryan? Not fucking good. I have Kyler, but the GC makes it hard to trust him. Yeah, that's facts. Um, I mean, listen, Matt Ryan's been been playing really, really fucking well, but I still think he has a lot of low ceiling games in his future. Um, that being said, though, like. This is what good coaches do, and I don't want to take it for granted that he's just starting to play well now because, like, coach like Arthur Smith, and you see with a lot of teams, like, it's a reason the Steelers' defense is playing so well now. The Ravens' defense is probably going to start picking it up. Like, you're seeing them play better, too, a little bit. Like, good coaches adapt throughout the season and understand what their strengths and their weaknesses are. Like, Arthur Smith, most coaches, like, wouldn't be using Cordero Patterson the way that Arthur Smith is, but he realizes he's his best weapon or one of his best weapons on the team, so he has to use him accordingly. So I think that he's basically taking what he has offensively and making sure that his offense runs around that proportionally, which has lifted Matt Ryan's game up. So I don't want to look at this, you know, because I came into the year saying I didn't want Matt Ryan, I was fading Matt Ryan. I don't want that piece of analysis to dictate how I continue to feel about him going forward because Matt Ryan, this might not be a fluky like two to three games. This might be the fact that Arthur Smith is actually adapting to their offense, using the pieces correctly. And uh, and that's what's propelling Matt Ryan. So like, I think you just ride this hot streak with Matt Ryan. And close your fucking eyes while you do it. You know.
All right, y'all. And I totally forgot to tell you, if you're playing on underdog, if you're playing on underdog, use the promo code BDGE, which will get you a hundred percent deposit match on whatever you throw down. So if you throw down 20, you're going to get 40. If you throw down 50, you're going to have a hundred. If you throw down a hundred, you're going to get 200. All right. It's up to a hundred dollars deposit match. So thank y'all for hanging out with me today. Good luck in week 10. Have fun tonight. Whatever y'all crazy little fuckers are up to. Um, and go play some games on underdogfantasy.com. Use the link down below. It'll take you right there to the app store. I love you. And if you want to be in next week's, again, bdge.store forward slash community. See you tomorrow.